Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Love Talk Radio. Welcome to the Motormouth Mosley Radio Show. You have reached the man cave at Motormouth Mosley Radio. Going to talk a little football, a little baseball, see what's going to go on tonight. Had a great weekend of football today. Uh, And yesterday, great college football game, Texas A&M versus Alabama. Some classic NFL games that it went down the wire. Unfortunately, I didn't get to catch any of it until late tonight because I was out at a church event. But thanks to the Internet and some friends that are taking some notes for me, I was able to get a, some grasp of what's happened today. We also have some information on some uh, Major League Baseball. We've got some pitted races coming down uh, to the last few games. We've got some wild card races that are extremely tight. Um, had a great golf tournament today, uh, Tiger Woods and uh, Jim Furyk. Jim Furyk shot a 59 the other day. I can do that on a 9, and I still call it a good day. But, uh yeah, the highlight of the week weekend was a classic college football game that had been anticipated since last season when the Alabama Crimson Tide were knocked off by the Texas A&M Aggies. Uh, the only blemish on their record last year, uh, new member to the SEC, Texas A&M, went to Tuscaloosa last year and upset uh, the big dog of the conference. So ever since then, everybody has been anticipating a great rematch. What Coach Nick Saban had for the Aggies, I was a little disappointed, not in the game, but I was disappointed in some of the broadcasting. Uh, But I always am because I think that they uh, are too busy to trying to create a story or paint their own picture. Unnecessarily, the game was touted by some of the announcers last night as Johnny Manziel versus Nick Saban. Johnny Manziel is not the coach. The coach of the Texas A&M Aggie is Kevin Sumlin. Give the man the respect. It's his team. It's his team. He prepared them. It's his offense. That's who Nick Saban was playing chess against, not Johnny Manziel. Great game, though. Great game. Johnny Manziel uh, Sands two passes had an unbelievable game. You may dislike his attitude, you may dislike his arrogance, you may call him a punk, spoiled rich kid, whatever. But on the gridiron, the kid is a football player. Had a great game, like I said, minus two passes. He was 28 of 39 for 464 yards. He had five TD passes, but he had two interceptions. One interception was on a fade route in the red zone uh, as they were going in to score. He's got 
a normal 6'1 uh, receiver on the left-hand side. He's got 6'5 Evans on the right side, and he went to the shorter guy uh, where Evans had been dominating all night, threw, threw a bad pass, it ended up being intercepted. And then later on in the game, he threw another pass that was deflected up in the air. Vinny Sanceri, a DB for uh, the Crimson Tide, picked it off, had a beautiful, beautiful run for a 73-yard touchdown with a spectacular dive splash into the end zone. And those 14 points, that 21-point turnaround, was the difference in the game. Um, His counterpart, A.J. McCarron, whom I said will be touted as the Heisman candidate if Alabama goes undefeated this year, had a – would would normally have been a great game. Uh, McCarron, you know, he threw for 334 yards. He threw for four touchdowns, no interceptions. But it paled in comparison to Johnny's stats. Plus, Johnny had another 98 yards rushing. But A.J. McCarron, mark my words, will be the guy who they who the media will be pushing for the Heisman because he fits the mold. He's the anti-Johnny football. Good, clean-cut guy, says the right things, doesn't come off as arrogant, gives his team credit. (sighs) Almost too squeaky, okay? We had that with Tim Tebow, fine, okay? McCarron is a much better quarterback than Tim Tebow ever was, so that's not what I'm comparing. But what I'm saying is he fits the mode of what uh, a lot of the media would really want as your Heisman Trophy winner, so... Johnny Football, probably his last year in College Station. Uh, I'm sure there's a lot of alumni who are happy about that, and I'm definitely sure that he's happy about that. Um, so great great game, classic game. Uh, they came out with the top 25 rankings. Bama still number one, got 59 of 60 first-place votes. Oregon number two, Clemson three. Ohio, the Ohio State University is ranked number four. You've got Stanford from the uh, Pac-12 at number five, LSU representing the SEC again at number six, Louisville with uh, Heisman candidate uh, Teddy Bridgewater at number seven, number eight, Florida State. The mighty Seminoles have made a major splash with uh, famous Jameis Winston at quarterback, another great game out of him. Uh, Georgia Bulldogs did their thing again. They're number nine, and A&M dropped from six to number ten. Uh, so there's three, uh, four SEC teams in the top 10 at this point in the season, which some folks say, yeah, that doesn't really mean a whole lot. But uh, unfortunately, when it comes to the BCS and things like that, it absolutely does mean a lot. Again, you're listening to the Motormouth Mosley radio show. This is your host, Motormouth Mosley. You can call in at 347-945-7975. You can also uh, hit us up on Twitter or Facebook. You got the information. Still looking for sponsors. Hit me on my inbox. Let me know what you're interested in doing. Uh, Before we get to the NFL, uh, I do want to pat myself. I do want to go a a little bit baseball. Uh, We've got about 13 regular season games left, and a lot of the races have already been decided. They're pretty much over, but they're still – when baseball implemented that wild card, it actually added to the excitement at the end of the season. I still know that there's some people who still – have not forgiven baseball for the strikes and all the stuff that they put their fans through. 
so they may not have uh, found their way back, but I've kind of forgiven them, and I'm still a baseball fan. But here are your standings in Major League Baseball as of uh, today. Uh, in the American League West, Atlanta's uh, excuse me, American League East, Atlanta's up by ten games. Uh, Los Angeles Dodgers are up by ten and a half games in the AL West. There's a three-way tie. Well, there's a two-way tie for first place uh, in the uh, NL Central. Pittsburgh and St. Louis are both tied with identical records. Cincy is sitting back three and a half games, so they're definitely still in the race for the pennant. In the NL wild card, you've got, as I said, there's three teams that are pretty much secured in uh, the race, at least. Uh, Pittsburgh, St. Louis, and Cincy. Whoever the loser is of the division will be a probably make it in as a wild card. Uh, Cincinnati looks really good, and the uh, Washington Nationals are only four and a half games out. So they, you know, their season's not over with. They're still a shot. Again, uh, Major League in the American League, you've got Boston up by nine. You got Detroit up by five games. Oakland has taken over the American League West by six and a half games over the fading Texas Rangers. Rangers are still secure, uh, tied for tied with Tampa Bay. Uh, with the wild card in the American League. But unfortunately, they haven't been playing real good baseball. They've tended to fade. Um, I guess that Texas Heat must be getting to them finally. But you still have some teams that are still in the race. So it's a little bit more exciting in the American League than it is in the National League. You've got Cleveland out by a half a game. You've got the Yankees. The Yankees are still in the running. I told you a couple of weeks ago, don't sleep on the Yankees. They're only two and a half games out of the wild card. Yeah, Jeter's done for the year. Probably will never play with Mariano Rivera again, but the Yankees are still in the running. Uh, Baltimore, Orioles still two and a half games out, led by Crash Davis and his 172,000 home runs. And Kansas City, the Kansas City Royals are still in the running at three and a half games out for the AL wild card. Unbelievable. Now, to the start of the show, NFL football, week two. That's what I'm talking about, the real game, the real teams. Unfortunately, like I said earlier, I had a previous engagement today, let down my Dallas Cowboys. They would have won if I was watching, but since I wasn't watching, I was doing God's work, I missed the game. It happens. But we'll start off with the Atlanta Falcons beating the St. Louis Rams. 31-24. Matty Ryan was 33 for 43 for 374 yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions. Congratulations, Dirty Birds. Buffalo 24, Carolina 23. Had to be a great game. E.J. Manuel, at quarterback for the Buffalo Bills, and Cam Newton for the Panthers. Probably was a great game. Sorry, like I said, didn't get to see it, but it must have been a good game. Minnesota 30, the Chicago Bears. 31, another fantastic tight NFL game. And we have the Washington Redskins 28, Green Bay, Washington Redskins 20, Green Bay 38. Aaron Rodgers was 34 for 42 for 480 yards, four touchdowns, no interceptions. His QB rating had to be off the charts. It'd be up there with Peyton Manning's was last week, but not quite as hot. Now, Washington is struggling. RG3, 
Robert Griffin III, is not fully healthy. You can tell by the way he moves. It looks like they're bringing him back way too early. They were getting beat 38-7, to 7, and he was still in the game, so his stats look a little bit better than what they really were. He's 26-40 for 40 for 320. He has three touchdowns, one interception, but like I said, a lot of those yards were meaningless. The game had already been decided. He probably should have been somewhere off of that knee. They were taking a major risk of him getting hurt. I'm not even sure if they finally did pull him out of the game. They should have. But uh, at uh, when you're down that much, yeah, you still want to make an effort. You don't want to quit. You're not raising a red flag. But you've got a quarterback that needs some more rest than what they're giving. Yet Miami 24, upset to me over the Indianapolis Colts. 24 to 20, and as I said earlier, disappointingly, Dallas Cowboys 16, Kansas City Chiefs 17. Dallas only had 37 yards rushing, which is an absolute atrocity considering the kind of backfield that they have. According to what had been said earlier, that they were going to focus more on their running game, and I believe DeMarco Murray only had 12 carries. So that is totally against what they had been saying earlier. But as for this game, one of the things that I also said a few weeks ago and I've been repeatedly saying is that don't sleep on the Kansas City Chiefs. They're 2-0. and They've already got as many wins this season as they did all last season. They were 2-14 and last season, but they had six Pro Bowl players on that roster. Add Andy Reid to the mix, head coach from the Philadelphia Eagles. You add Alex Smith, quarterback, from the San Francisco 49ers, and a healthy Jamal Charles, that team is to be reckoned with. Everybody had pretty much given Denver this division, but I'm telling you, Kansas City is going to raise some noise. San Diego, thank you, San Diego, my favorite team in powder blue, 33, knocking off the Philadelphia Eagles is 30. Yep, it looks like that Eagle offense can score some points, but it also looks like they can't stop anybody. Um, so it's two games in a row that they've scored a lot of points. They're now one and one, but they can't stop anybody. Uh, you got Cleveland six, Baltimore fourteen. You got Tennessee twenty-four, Houston thirty, Detroit twenty-one, Arizona twenty-five. Kind of shocked at that game, but uh, I'm not. I'm not so sure what D- Detroit's going to be able to do this year. New Orleans sixteen, Tampa Bay fourteen, Tampa Bay. We had a late drive, uh, went for a 47-yard field goal and got shanked. <laughs> Not like you do in prison, but it was off to the left. And New Orleans with Drew Brees got the ball last, you know, one of their famous last-minute drives. Jared Hartley hit the 27-yard field goal, put them up 16-14 to and sealed the victory for the New Orleans Saints. It's 2-0. Sean Payton is back. I'm telling you. Jacksonville 9, the Oakland Raiders 19. Terrell Pryor, not a spectacular game, but an efficient game. 15-24, 126 yards, no turnovers. I repeat, no turnovers. And he also had uh, 50 yards on nine carries. Uh, One of the major factors with the success of the Oakland Raiders is Darren McFadden. McFadden was 19 carries for 129 yards. If the kid can stay healthy, he is a beast of a running back. The key is he has been as fragile as Tiffany Crystal. That man can't stay healthy. But if he does, they're a team. Denver, in the Manning Bowl, 
dominated Eli and the Giants. Thank you. Another NFC team loses. Denver 41, New York Giants 23. And in a sleeper of a game, which I thought would be dominated by the New England Patriots, they squeaked by the New York Jets on Thursday night, 13 to 10. And I mean, you talking boring, tiring, unnecessary to watch, but still yet, it was a decent game, I guess. And on Monday night, you have Cincinnati hosting the Pittsburgh Steelers, which I also think may be somewhat of a sleeper of the game. Steelers are a little bit in trouble. You look at tonight's game that's actually going on now. You've got San Francisco 49ers in a beast of a defensive battle against the Seattle Seahawks. I looked up at the score, and I saw earlier in the game it was 2-0, and I thought Bonds had hit a two-run home run against uh, Ichiro and uh, Randy Johnson, but it was actually the football score, and it's now up to 5 nothing. So it is, uh, you've got a safety and a field goal being the only offense that has uh, taken place. It looks like Seattle is driving again. And I believe that I had, I believe I had Seahawks to win this game in my picks. Now, as for my picks, last week, Motormouth Mosley, this guy right here, went 12-4 and in his NFL picks. Not bad for an amateur. So far right now, I'm sitting on 10 victories this this week with four losses. So if I can get the Seahawks to pull this one out and I can get Cincy to win tomorrow night, I'm 12-4 and four again. So that's 24-8, and eight, and that's not too shabby. Now, I've got a caller on line one. I will get to you momentarily, caller. I don't know if that's Dr. Mario or if that's Coach Howard. But in either case, I will get to you momentarily. I did want to stop and go back to a little college football. Like I said, oh, I already did the rankings. So I will pick up that call and see who's calling in on the show and see if they want to have a conversation. Hello, who's my caller? Hello, caller. Hello, caller. Hello, caller. Okay, guess my caller doesn't want to talk. In any case, uh, looking forward to some. Hello? Hello, caller. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Hello? Yes, I can. Hello, how are you, caller? I'm okay, how are you? I can't complain. Had a great day. Uh, Missed some football. Disappointingly, didn't get to see my Cowboys game, but I will survive. I want to go back to RG3. I'm listening. Talk to me. What do you got to say? The man's not healthy, should be on the bench somewhere getting healed. Didn't they, didn't they pick up a backup that uh, that's pretty decent over in the offseason? Well, not only that, when they drafted RG3, they picked up Kirk Cousins um, from Michigan State, I believe. Uh, I believe like in the fifth or fourth round. So they drafted two quality quarterbacks. They also have, um, I was going to say Gus Perot, but it's not. It's um, uh, They do have an, another decent quarterback on their roster already. And uh, they had Pat White out of West Virginia. That, you know, uh, I don't know. What, is, what do you think? What do you think RG3 is? Maybe like 60%? You know, I, I, Cousins got to be better than that at 100. percent I would definitely make... agree. Now, I know, 
I, I know that changes their offense drastically by having him there, but uh, I, you're right. Uh, RG3 at 60% is only hurting himself. And Shanahan, who jeopardized his career last year, seems like he's doing it all over again. Because if you've got RG3 and he can't run, you don't really have him. You have a pale comparison of what he can actually do. So I agree with you. I absolutely agree with you. All right. And then how about but, uh, New England? New England squeaked uh, by Buffalo last week and, and squeaked by the Jets this week. What What is up with New England? Are they that bad? New England does not have a – does not – it was. It was. I don't know if you watched the game. I actually watched I most of the game, and there was the camera caught a few instances where Tom Brady was just ripping into his guys. Now I understand oh, yeah. that Brady. Yeah. I mean. I mean, absolute tirades, and he's got some very young receivers, very untested, very unproven receivers that he just could not get on the same page with. And unfortunately, well, the announcers to me gave him a free pass. And I understand that he has built up a catalog of of greatness, and he is, you know, Tom Brady. But <laughs> if it would have been 90% of the other quarterbacks in the league, if Michael Vick would have been ripping into his players the way that Brady did – he would have been vilified by the announcers, but yet, especially young players, especially young, vulnerable players who, I mean, he could ruin a guy's career basically. Cause if, if those guys don't have confidence in what they can do, they're going to be out there playing tentatively. And then Brady really will have something to complain about. But I thought it was just it was to me it was atrocious, and I'm I, I'm starting to watch games without uh, sound with some of these announcers because they write <laughs> they paint pictures with their words that just uh, are too subjective to their whims, I guess I would say. And uh, so yeah, uh, tell me tell me what you thought about you. I don't know if you got to watch it because I know only in Hawaii you only get to see certain games, or I don't know if you used our little friend on the internet. But did you get to <laughs> watch the Raider did. game today? Ah, good. I watched. I watched so, the second half. I had uh, I had something else I had to do earlier, so I watched the okay. second half. Uh, you know, it, it's it's hard to say against Jacksonville anything. You know, it, it uh, they they didn't look bad. Well, granted, Jacksonville is absolutely probably the worst team in the league. Granted. But there wasn't a very long time ago that the Raiders held that title. Well, you know, there there are people that argue that the Raiders are still the worst team in the league. Okay, those people those people really don't don't know the game for one, and because I, I believe that during training camp, I believe of the ninety players that they had on the roster, it was like sixty five of them were new. So yeah. you know what I saw today a, too. I was watching that game. Forty-one percent of their of their salary for the salary cap is being paid to players who are no longer on the team. In other words, they would rather pay you to go than to pay you to play. 
yeah, it's you know Palmer and Haywood Bay and some other guys that uh, that are gone, and and they're still taking a cap hit for those guys. Well, so, you know what? I, I think I think in the long run, I think in the long run that that is actually a good move. Unfortunately, I don't believe that move would have been made if Al Davis hadn't have died. I think they would have still been making some uh, personnel decisions that weren't. Uh, positive for their team, but what they've basically done is they've purged that team into the kind of players that they want to have in the long haul. Now, I'd assume in the offseason this year that they're going to be making a whole lot of moves, but to say that they're still in the running as being one of the worst teams in the NFL, I I think that they're I think they're more towards the middle of the league. I don't think they're going to go ten and six or anything, but I can see them going six and ten getting six or seven wins or even eight and eight possibly. So, but Jacksonville, if Jacksonville wins the game this year, I'm going to be shocked. Again, folks, <laughs> you're listening to the Motor, again, you're listening to the Motormouth Mosley radio show. Uh, I got Dr. Mario on the line calling in from uh, lovely Hawaii. And uh, real quick, I did take a glance at uh, the upcoming games this week in the NFL. The big feature game this Thursday night will be, Andy Reid and his newfound camp, his two and O newfound Kansas City Chiefs, going back to Philly. There hasn't been a comeback to Philly like this since the Fresh Prince left. Andy Reid will be coming back after his many years of success with the Philadelphia Eagles, with the Philadelphia Eagles, and uh, that game is going to be played Thursday night. You know, there's going to be a lot of media coverage of it. Uh, we'll uh, definitely uh, be following and watching that game Thursday night. A couple of the other games that are big this week will be the Detroit-Washington game. Uh, Oakland plays Denver, and that is a rivalry game on Monday Night Football next week, people. Understand, division rivalry games, no matter how bad a team may be, when it comes to that bitter rival, records mean nothing. The year that Dallas went 1-15, and they had one victory the whole season, and it was against the Kansas City Chiefs, I mean, excuse me, against the Washington Redskins the year they won the Super Bowl. So don't sleep on the Oakland Raiders and this newfound offense. You've got Pittsburgh playing against Chicago on Sunday night. Atlanta goes down to South Florida, and they're playing the Miami Dolphins. Dallas plays St. Louis. Uh, and a shout-out to my church buddy, Edward Cowan, big-time, big-time, big-time St. Louis Rams fan. Saw a picture that he posted today on Facebook rolling up at the Georgia Dome against the Atlanta Falcons wearing his blue and yellow Eric Dickerson number 29 jersey representing his team in the heat of the enemy. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. Again, you're listening to the Motormouth Mosley radio show. You've got Motormouth Mosley, that is moi, and Dr. Mario on the line. Again, if you're looking at making donations, you can hit us up on PayPal. Go to our Facebook page, make a donation, or you can just send it to our mailbox at P.O. Box 55, Redan, Georgia. That's 30074. That address I just gave you is for the Motormouth Mosley Man Cave. That's where I hang out. That's where I do my dirt. But, again, we've got Dr. Mario on the line. Hey, Dr. Mario, since you're in the middle of the island, we got about two minutes left of the show. Will my University of Hawaii Rainbow Warriors beat anybody this year? What was that? Sorry. 
Will will my University of Hawaii Rainbow Warriors beat anybody this year? You know, they'll get lucky once or twice. I, I don't see them winning more than two or three games. Uh, they have a no. tough one against Nevada this week. Or, yeah, this week. And, uh, you know, it's it's going to be uphill for them all season. Okay. I had this discussion on the show a couple of weeks ago with a couple of people from the islands. If they only go, let's say they go two and – 10 or 2 and 11 or 2 and however many games they play. Probably, I think it's probably 13 knowing them. So they go 2 and 11. Will that be enough for Norm Chow to keep his job or will they bite the bullet and be paying a third coach to leave? He will be here next year. If he goes 0-12 or 0-13, he'll be here next year. Really? Yep. Wow. Wow. (laughs) No. I'm I'm just going to let And you hit the nail on the head. They can't pay another coach to go away. I think he only had a three-year contract. So so they've only got one more year. uh, And no matter how badly he does, he'll, he'll be around one more year. And you honestly, and you probably don't believe that he'll have much more success next year. So they'll bite the bullet. He'll be gone. Uh, hopefully, they'll do a better job of hiring uh, this next go around. I did want to touch on a little high, a Hawaii high school football. I saw, and I don't know if you uh, caught this, but uh, I saw that Kaiser High School out in Hawaii Kai played against Nanakuli and beat them seventy. To twenty. Now, <laughs> did not see uh, that. I, I'm not. I'm not going to get into uh, a certain aspect of the game that some other people did. But what I do want to touch on real quick, and I've only got about twenty seconds left, is our boy Kirk Clivio had a fifty-three yard touchdown. <laughs> hey, all right. <laughs> and I want to give a shout out to, to the. To the girls' volleyball team at Kealakehi High School in Kona, Kira, Calvero, my girl, star setter on the team, has a couple of great wins this week. So, again, you've been listening to the Motormouth Mosley Radio Show. Thank you for calling in, Dr. Mario. Thank you for listening in. Remember, all episodes are archived. You can go back and listen to them at your convenience on the Blog Talk Radio website, forward slash Motormouth Mosley. Thank you for calling in. Thank you for listening in. Have a great week. Look forward to talking to you again on Tuesday night, 11 o'clock East Coast, 5 o'clock Aloha time. Have a great week and mahalo to everybody. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.